Hello and welcome to Beyond the Wicket, a podcast where we explore the fascinating history and folklore of this beautiful game called cricket. In each episode, I will take you on a journey through the history of India told through the lens of cricket. Our first story is about a man who overcame poverty and discrimination to become India's first cricketing hero. Before Tendulkar or Gavaskar, there was a young man who took the Bombay cricketing circuit by storm and made everyone sit up and take notice. He wasn't allowed to sit with his teammates at the table or even share the same dressing room. But within the 22 yards, his cricketing prowess had no match. A talent so exceptional that broke the shackles of the archaic caste system and etched his mark in the game of cricket. Yet, we know so little about him. The person in question here is Palwankar Balu. He was born in 1876 in a village in present-day Karnataka to a family of untouchable Dalit leather workers. We are talking about a time, of course, when the caste system ruled over Indian society. Balu's father enlisted in the British Indian Army, so the Palwankar family relocated to Pune. In a caste-ridden society, the army gave Dalits a shot at a decent livelihood and promised them a sense of equality that wasn't possible anywhere else. Balu, along with his brothers, would often sneak into the grounds and play cricket with the equipments left behind by the army officers stationed at Pune. That was the beginning of his love story with the game of cricket. The year is 1892, and the Pune club just hired a 16-year-old Balu as a groundsman for a salary of 4 rupees. His duties were to set up the nets and roll the pitch for the European cricket team of the Bombay Gymkhana preparing for a match against the Parsis. Now I know what you're wondering. Europeans, Parsis. Well, I'm referring to the Bombay Presidency match, the most prestigious cricket match during the time. It was a two-day match played annually between the British members of the Bombay Gymkhana who participated as the European cricket team against the Parsi cricket club. Now, during one of the practice sessions, one of the best players at the time, John Glennie Gregg, asked Balu to bowl at him. He picked up the ball and bowled the left-handed fingerspin delivery. Balu had a natural drift and could turn the ball both ways. Now, that caught the British batsman off guard and they were impressed with the 16-year-old groundsman. It encouraged other members to bat against him in the nets as well. John Glennie Gregg, also affectionately known as Jung Lee Gregg, because Indians at the time couldn't pronounce his full name, he was particularly impressed with Balu's bowling and continued to practice against him at every net session. They even had a bit of a competition going where Greg would give Balu 50 paise every time he got him out in the nets. Now that's a good amount for a young boy at the time and he wants to earn that extra money. So he would bowl at him for hours. And as a result, Balu continued to get better and better. This is where he mastered the art of spin bowling. However, as time went on, he grew frustrated with the British for denying him the opportunity to bat at the nets, a part of the game reserved solely for the aristocrats and higher-ranked officials. Nonetheless, his exploits with the ball soon began to make rounds in the Pune cricketing circuit. Around the time, a Hindu cricket team in Pune challenged the Europeans of the Bombay Gymkhana to a cricket match. Greg, being one of the members of the European team, realized the talent and potential in Balu so he went to the Hindu team to ask them to include him in their side. The Hindus at that point refused to select an untouchable Dalit in their side because doing so would mean breaking their caste practices. So what does Greg do? He went public. He publicly declares that the Hindus are missing out on a great talent due to their discriminatory selection policies. Now that put a lot of political pressure on the Hindus 
and it wasn't long before they were debating whether they should accept him into their side. Soon everyone came to their senses and allowed Balu to play for their side, because his obvious talent made it impossible for them to deny him entry anymore. He single-handedly transformed the otherwise weaker Hindu team and they went on to defeat the British teams on multiple occasions. Word about his talent soon spread to Bombay, and in 1896, Balu was selected to play for the then newly established Bombay Hindu Gymkhana. He would also enlist in the army in Bombay before working for the railways, which allowed him to play for their corporate team and also the Hindu Gymkhana. Despite his obvious cricketing prowess that allowed him to force his way into a team of upper caste Hindus, discrimination was never far away. His Brahmin teammates were unhappy that they had to touch and share the same cricket ball. During match intervals, Balu would be served tea outside the pavilion premises in a separate cup. During lunch, while the rest of the team would eat at the dining table, Balu would be sitting in a corner elsewhere, eating on a separate plate that he would have to wash and put away before stepping into the field. If he wanted to have a drink or wash his face, a separate dalit attendant would have to serve him with the water. In the following years though, things would begin to change for better as Balu earned the respect of his teammates with one spectacular performance after another. None better than the inaugural Bombay Triangular final in 1906, where the Hindus defeated the Parsis and went on to face the European team composed of British players. This match proved to be a watershed moment for Balu. The Hindus set Europeans a target of 212, but in a fourth-inning pitch with the ball in hand, Balu ran through the entire batting order. He ended the match with a five-wicket haul, giving the Hindus a famous victory against the British colonists. This was no small feat. With the Indian independence struggle going on at full swing, this was a landmark victory celebrated across the entire country. With Balu's help, the Hindus became a dominant force, winning five Bombay Triangular tournaments in a row. In just a few years' time, the Bombay Hindu Gymkhana began inviting Balu to dine with them, and his induction allowed his brothers Shivram and Vittal to seamlessly join the team. This move by the Hindu Gymkhana garnered a lot of praise, and it was believed that it played a big role in liberalizing the minds of young Hindus at the time. It was a landmark moment in the nation's attempt to eradicate the evils of the caste system. Balu's stock would continue to rise as he became a vital cog in the Hindu team. In 1911, it was announced that an All India Cricket team would go on a tour of England. The team was composed of players from Hindu, Muslim, and Parsi teams, led by the 19-year-old Maharaja of Patiala, Bhupinder Singh. As chief selector, Greg selected Balu and his brother Shivram in the team. The tour, however, did not pan out too well for the Indians as they only managed to win two out of 23 matches. Despite the disappointment, Balu had a brilliant tour, outperforming not just his teammates but also a lot of his British opponents. He managed to take 114 wickets and scored some valuable runs down the order. Now, one might think upon his return he would be given a hero's welcome. On the contrary, the Oriental Cricket Club honored all members of the Indian team except Balu and his younger brother Shivram. Nevertheless, there was a function organized by the depressed classes of Bombay to felicitate Balu. They were delighted not merely by his success against the British, but also how he outperformed his upper caste teammates. At the function, the welcome address was presented by a young college lecturer by the name of Bhimrao Ambedkar, the same man who would go on to write the country's constitution. During the event, he presented Balu with a memento and referred to him as his hero. 
a hero not just for the repressed classes but also for the millions of Indians immersed in the freedom struggle. Soon Balu became one of the crucial members of the Hindu Gymkhana team, now playing in the Bombay Quadrangular. Despite being the best player in the team, he was never even considered for the captaincy. For a period of almost 10 years, the press would continue to campaign for Balu to be made the captain of the Hindu team, but sadly all efforts were in vain. In 1913, even the then appointed captain M D Pai publicly admitted that Balu was clearly the better player and the captaincy should be rightfully his. A few years down the line, in a bizarre turn of events, Balu was dropped from the team, and his brother Vittal was also passed over for captaincy in favor of a young Brahmin called D B Deodhar. This created quite a ruckus in the media as well as within the Hindu Gymkhana club. The situation went further south when all three of the Palwankar brothers withdrew from the club. In their letter, they wrote that social or educational status has no place in sport. Matters such as caste becoming a determining factor in cricket is not something that we can quietly bow down to. After Mahatma Gandhi voiced his support for the untouchables, Palwankar brothers cause received the moral sanction of the most influential Indian leader. The selectors caved into the pressure and had to overturn their decision. They replaced Deodhar with M D Pai as the captain, and Balu was announced as the new vice captain of the Hindu Jim Khanna team. During the next match against the Parsis, in quite a clever move, M D Pai, who was also a Brahmin, deliberately left the field for an extended period of time, allowing Balu to captain the team in his absence. Three years later, after a series of similar boycotts, Vittal would be appointed as the captain of the Hindu Jim Khanna, and he would go on to lead the Hindus to famous victories against the British. This would open floodgates for the depressed classes, inspiring hope that one day they could also enjoy such respect and freedom. The proverbial shackles had finally been broken. As recognition for his achievements, for being one of the founding heroes of Indian cricket, the Indian government honoured Balu in 1956 with the Padma Shri, one of the highest civilian honours. This story stretches beyond cricket. beyond the people playing the sport the story is about a man's struggle and fight for his identity a fight against the system a fight against the society it's a story of a man standing tall in the face of adversity a man finding his place in the world you see a cricket bat or a leather ball doesn't discriminate against those who hold them in a time in a world where a man from a lower caste would be considered untouchable served food outside the premises and made to drink water from a separate vessel cricket proved to be his only solace the cricket ground was the only place in the whole world where he would be considered an equal so that brings us to an end of this episode thank you for listening to beyond the wicket i am dipanjan paul if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help and support the podcast please share with others post about it on social media and leave us a rating To catch all the latest from me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am the Panjan. And if you have any requests or questions about the podcast, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Beyond the Wicket and on Instagram at Beyond the Wicket Pod. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Wicket. I'll see you next time.